All right, guys, welcome, welcome back to Kamisha Reviews. I know I did not tell you guys that I was going to be talking to another king today, but it was a surprise to me, a surprise to you guys, a special surprise. So I know y'all see, y'all know how animated I am. Y'all know I love my graphics. Y'all know that about me 100%. So of course I got some chains up here. So that should be an indication of what this live is going to be about today. It's going to be a fun live. Y'all sit back, you got your coffee, I know time, I think it's uh, 12. Love it. It's, it's not, it's still early. You can still drink. Okay. If you got something, step on something. <laughs> this is uh, Ready to Love uh, Dallas that we are discussing right now. And so I am very excited to bring to the stage King. I call all men King. If y'all don't know, that's my black man, uh, Marvin from Ready to Love Dallas. Welcome to Commission Reviews. Yes, yes, yes. I'm glad to have you here, sir. Thank you. Thank yes, you. I appreciate it. Yes, yes. First of all, welcome to this reviews. And how are you today, sir? Oh, I'm fine. Guys? Yeah, I'm fine. Good? Thanks. <laughs> it's hot as hell, though. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah. This is. I mean, this isn't my first Texas summer. I had one last year, so um, uh, I, I'm kind of used to it. But you still don't get used to it. You know you what I'm saying? So I've been here for forever. Yeah. I still get used to it. So, I saw so that 103 you, degrees, and it was just look, like, oh my god. It was 108 <laughs> the other day, and I was like, oh my god. We live here. Anyway. Yeah, that's uh, a lot. So especially of Dallas. First of all, Rich Love coming to Dallas is a really big deal to myself and other bloggers, especially to me because I've been doing Rich Love for so long. I've been begging them to come to Dallas. But now that it's here, mm -hmm. I am so, so crooked about that. Okay. So you, I feel like are a, a, I want to say it, I said this on my panel. Um, I feel like on this opening, you know, their their horizons are mine, everything. Well, um, I moved to Texas uh, from Detroit and love was one of the main reasons why I moved. Um, I, I want to get married next couple years. So, um, that was the, the the main reason. And then on social media, uh, one of the casting uh, agents messaged me on my Instagram. And um, I'm like, you know what? Let's take it. Let's take a chance. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I had been dating in Dallas since I've been here and, and hadn't found what I was looking for. So I fell back from uh, a dating mentality. And then um, uh, so when I got that that message, I'm like, OK, you know, let me let me look into it. And then another casting agent messaged me on my Facebook. So I was and I actually had to turn them down because I had already filled out the application. Um, but while we were filming, I thought about it. I'm like, man, this this uh, this opportunity came to me twice. So that's why I felt like I, I was supposed to be there and that was the route I was supposed to take. So I just I just said, hey, if this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where you know, uh, fate has brought me and where my cards are laid, then I'm going to just go with it and put my all into it and see what happens. Oh, I love how you said that because it came to you twice. That made you think that it was something that you uh, meant to do. So yeah. tell me a bit about your experience, um, the vetting. I know I've talked to you about it. Everybody's parents is different. Do you feel the vetting process was heavy? I say that because a lot of times when the show is in there, the union comes on, fights happen, uh, mm -hmm. the cast members or bloggers or even fans they didn't, even enough. they didn't know they was like that da, da, da. so that's why i always ask in the beginning 
do you think the vetting process was like good, too much, or not enough? I, I mean, honestly, I don't know. Um, I don't know how extensive the vetting process is really meant to be because, you know, we did psych evals, you know, I mm. talked to psychologists and all of this and everything, but then there's still, you know, situations on the show that happened that typically wouldn't probably happen if people were more emotionally and uh, mentally under control. So um, I, I think, but I, again, it's reality TV. You don't want everybody to be proper. You don't want everyone to be, you know, uh, a certain way you want a different, different uh, combination and variety of personalities and energies to, to combine, to create these situations. So people want to watch. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? But I just, I'm just like, wow, the psych eval missed <laughs> a couple times, but <laughs> it is what it is, you know? So I, I just was like, okay, I know I'm, I'm good mentally and emotionally. So I was like, let me just focus on what I got to do while I'm here and not worry about, you know, all the other stuff. So, did you watch the show in the past? No, Before? it was funny. Uh, I don't really. I was never really into reality TV. I'm an, I'm I'm a nerd, and uh, see this funny thing about it. Episode one, twelve hours we filmed it, and I had extensive conversations with pretty much all the ladies, um, and I had multiple connections after that day. But they literally only showed maybe five or six seconds of me talking to Unique, and I'm like. So what was the point of me having 12 hours of conversations if that's all you were going to show, you know, but um, like I said, I, 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 I'm a, I'm a nerd. So I like, I'm into different things when it comes to that. So I just like, you know, it, it, it more of my, my personality hopefully will be shown in future episodes. So I'm just like, people think are thinking that I'm just like a, a one track mind, or I'm just like, you know, this certain type of person based off of the, the limited interactions. And of course, you know, they've only, they've only, advertise my BDSM interest and things like that. I'm like, God, there's so much more to me. But if right. that's the route, that's how they want to present me to the to the world for for rating purposes. I'm like, I get it. But I'm like, come on now, show me as who I really am, you know, as as a man that that that's multifaceted and multi-talented and with the things the different things that I, I can do and that I that, that I do. But BDSM is, is is more controversial, is more popular. So it is, or, it is. But before we even get to that, but but before we even get to that, I wanted to hear more about you anyway. That's my mm -hmm. whole point of doing this interview. What is yes. it that you want them to know besides just that? That's all that, that we do know, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm into a lot, man. Uh uh, well, first of all, I'm from Detroit. I got a 17-year-old daughter. She's amazing. Aww. Um, she she just graduated high school, got a full yes. academic scholarship to uh Oakland University, um, majoring in marketing. I'm super proud of her. Oh, um, I would be too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Um, I, I, when I'm married. Thank you. <laughs> I got After I get married. Too, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I want two more kids. You know, um, I had I have three sisters. Uh, I'm the only boy. Uh, my mother um, came from a two parent home. And this is stuff that I was talking about with everybody when we're kind of, you know, briefly going through our background so I, I can find out if someone's background matches mine. So I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm, I feel like, I feel like I'm telling the same story to each woman, like eight, nine to different times. And then some of the women we, I circled back and had second and third conversations with them that day too. So it was a lot that was missed um, in episode one for me, which is unfortunate. But um, also I think they changed my voice too. It made me sound like my voice was higher or they sped it up or something for, cause it was really, I'm like, I had friends text me like Marvin, they, why they got you sounding like that? I'm like, no idea. So I went back and listened to it. You do sound a little compared to now. 
Like we got the whole bare white going on right now. On there, well, th- that, that's what I'm saying. This is my normal speaking voice, and I'm just like, okay, that was different. So when I watched it, I thought something was wrong with my TV. I'm like, why? And I, I do music also. That's another thing. I sing and produce R&B and Afrobeats. And I, I understand EQing and it felt like it sounded like they took the bass out of my voice. And I'm like, why would they do that? Because another thing that made me notice it is I have a theater system um, in my bedroom and I have a subwoofer under my bed. So when when you watch movies, you feel the bass from the, the action of the explosions and the gunshots and everything like that. So when I'm watching the movies and people are talking, you can feel the bass, you know, but when I spoke, it was nothing. I'm like, OK. They changed my voice. <laughs> but why? What would be the purpose of doing that for I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Strategically, I don't know if they were trying to make it seem like, okay, yes, this is the big BDSM guy with the light Mike Tyson voice. And I'm just like, if that's the joke, the running joke they were going for to try to make people. But I'm like, it's okay. Because when I get onto uh, my interviews and when people see me perform, they'll know, okay, he talks way, he sounds way different than how they perceive me on the show. Uh, how they made me appear on the show. So like I said, I'll see if that was an issue with whatever was going on or if, if right. that's how they continue into uh, the f- future episodes. But I'm just like, it was kind of irritating. So but, you um, had the, I'm so sorry, you had the music career going. So was that how they were able to find you? Because you said that the talent producer sought you out. Was it that you well, were so popular or, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, well, I'm, I'm, I'm popular in the BDSM world, in the LS world here in Dallas. So as far as like the, 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 the vanilla world, the civilian world, people that aren't in, in, into that lifestyle, you know, I, I'm still new. But as far as in my community, I'm well known. Um, and I don't know if that was an attractor or because of the shows that I do um, where I perform BDSM live. And I actually I sing at my shows also. Oh, wow. um, and yeah, so it's like it's a whole erotic you know, it's a whole cool evening experience. for the erotic arts. Yeah, that's why that's why I call it the bow experience because there's so many different things. And I have uh, po- uh, friends that are poets that perform live. Um, uh, these these uh, female poets, they're dynamic black women, um, and uh, they're amazing poets, amazing artists. Uh, so they they perform at my shows with me as well. Then I have friends that are BD- that that are uh, BDSM performers that perform w- for, uh, at my shows as well. So it's a whole experience, you know. So, so doing those shows, I, I'm probably at my eighth or ninth show, um, with the last one I did a couple months ago, um, and my next one is next month, uh, the Dirty Show. Uh, I think that'll be like the ninth or tenth show or something. I have to go back and look, but I think that gave the appeal because you know it it, it is something different and, and it's something that I am trying to bring light to because. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always believe, and here's the thing, me and Tommy are kind of in the same business, but in a, in, a, in a different fashion. I believe that couples that play together stay together. You know, uh, uh, Lover's Lane, uh, their, their motto, I, I, I swear by it. So for me, it's like if I can teach couples to have more fun in the bedroom or try something different, it, it could save marriages. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 part of my premise behind giving instruction and teaching people how to, how to operate and how to how to perform in BDSM to to take it home, you know, or I, I have people come with me all the time after I perform and it's like, man, I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. I'm like, cool, take it home and use it. And you know what I'm saying? And and have fun, you know, because life is short. You know what I'm saying? I saw a video the other day that really opened my eyes. I'm like, they, they, they were saying like 30, 30, 35 and 40 is middle age now. And I'm like, wow, like that hit me like, you know, it hit me tough. You know what I'm saying? So 
it, it really made me like realize like yeah life is short you know have fun be you do what you want because you, you may look up you know in, in 10 15 years and and that that phase of your life has passed and you look back and have regrets and i don't want to live life with any regrets so well, i love that uh monique king one of my uh supporters and uh, moderators actually she said she's going to your show august 18th i want to go to one of your shows too we're gonna put them out of scene. i want to go with yeah you. <laughs> um i'm performing at the craving experience on the 29th but my show uh the, the dirty show is on the 18th like as she said august 18th actually august 18th and 19th it's a two-day uh erotica expo so i might have to i might have to see if i can try to get in because i was my experience and i've never experienced it before so i want you to tell me a little more um, about that, honestly, I, I mm -hmm. okay. I'm a person of color, woman. Uh, I've really, like you said, vanilla. I'm using that just so you know, like I use the phrase that. <laughs> so that that to me is what you would assume that is into that. To be fair, not saying that we don't be into different things, but you right. know how we're we're closed off as black people. We really are sometimes. So how did you get involved with that? Because I would just look at you and say, oh, he's involved with there, or, or Tyrone, or whoever. So it's yeah. amazing to hear when we do things outside of what we think that we that we do. How did you get started? Um, two thousand eight, I was initiated into the into alternative sexual lifestyles in a, a, a large group setting, um, and I had uh, five experiences. And then two thousand nine, um, I met. I, this is back when I was modeling uh, commercial print and runway. Uh, two thousand nine, I met um, my ex. We were together for six years, and we were swingers. So I experienced a ton of different things during that during that uh, during that during that era, and that's when I initially started exploring BDSM with her. Um, and then moving forward after that relationship ended in 2014, I continued my my lifestyle pursuits just privately, um, and then I started getting into BDSM um, even more. Started buying toys and buying restraints and things like that. And then I think this was around. 2017 or 18, I had two submissives, um, two full-time submissives. And, what does that uh, mean? I'm sorry, what does that mean? Uh, women that pretty much submit to, to, to pleasures uh, with me as far as uh, restraints and, you know, floggers and things like that. Um, uh, being dominated, you know, uh, referring to me by my, my, my uh, dom name and I'm referring, I gave them submissive names and things like that. So it was a whole... It was a whole like, it was a whole thing, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and then when I moved to Texas, um, that's when uh, I discovered that there was a whole community, a whole black community for what I do. And I was embraced like immediately um, by that community. And and as I started performing more and reading more publicly, it, I just, my name just grew and grew and grew within the community uh, until I got to this point to where now it's like, yeah, yeah. You like the hit that okay, so so coming on to a show like Ready to Love and you said you hadn't watched the show before. Um oh, what, no, it was funny. My father was like, Well, you better watch the show before you get voted off the first day so you know what you're getting yourself into. So literally the day before the mansion mixer, I, I called off and I binged watched uh nine episodes of the uh the first Miami season. Um, okay. I think I think it was six, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So, what was your take watching the show, even though you've already signed up for it? <laughs> what was your take watching it? 
Uh, it was cool. It was a little jarring, you know, realizing mm. like, okay, this is what I'm about to get myself. This is what I've gotten myself into. And it was yes. like the next day. So I was just like, oh my God, you know, but it looked fun. It looked exciting. Um, and I've been on set before I, I did. I shot two episodes of empire on Fox, uh, some years back. So I have, I have, uh, a production experience. So I wasn't worried about that, but the reality format is different. Of course, you know, uh, non-scripted, but slightly directed you know what i'm saying so um but it was cool though because it allowed me to to really be myself and not have to worry about you know reading lines you know what i'm saying and it's like i am i am the i'm the i'm the actor i'm the creator and i can and and the persona that i i present i can be myself you know and, and speak the way i normally speak and that be my character that be who i am you know representing mm. myself as, as who i am on the show uh, so it, it, it was fun. It was, it was very, it was hot. It was, it was like, it was very uncomfortable. You know, it was a very uncomfortable 12 hours, but I had a, I had a great time. So it's cause you said you're uncomfortable and it's funny because the, the thing that you do is for your lifestyle, um, outside of that, you're so comfortable when you talk about it, it's like your chest is out. You're very confident. And even probably in that world, you're like probably King, you're, you know, and even with the, the thing you threw me off saying like submissive, cause I, was, I mean, I believe it's a missus part in your marriage. But mm-hmm. when you speak about it in your terminology, it's different, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, submissive in a marriage and the submissive in a BDSM relationship is it's a different thing. It's a totally different thing. Ooh, I mean, it's, it's, it's still submission, but it's a deeper level of submission. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. But but it's all to, for me, I'm turned on by the pleasure that my woman receives. So the things that I do, this is why I said I'm a sensual dominant, because there's two different types of doms. I'm a sensual dom. So oh. I, 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 the things that I do cause pleasure. I don't like causing pain. I don't, I, that does nothing for me. Um, but, but seeing my woman experience otherworldly levels of pleasure, that's what gets me going. You know what I'm saying? So the things that okay. I do in sensual domination all create those otherworldly levels of pleasure. And that's what I was just trying, I was trying to, ex- to explain on the show, but when you're limited and then, and then it gets edited, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's only so m- much of that message you're going to be able to convey um, and convey to the viewers, you know, because all they heard was BDSM chains and, and right. domination. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, that's why I was like, okay, when I start doing my interviews, I'll be able to explain more yes. or, 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 or speak on what they cut out, you know, uh, to create. Cause I understand, you know, like for example, uh, at the mixer and throughout the uh, throughout the season, we had to give them three connections, but they chose which one they wanted to present to you to, to the world to steer the narrative in the direct- direction that they wanted to. So it's like, okay, I get it. You see what I'm saying? Which is why they only showed my conversation, well, that bit of my conversation with Unique. But she wasn't even my top connection at that point. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I, I have to wait to see what further episodes, you know, what they present in further episodes. Uh, but like I said, there's a, a certain narrative that they wanted to create, certain people that they wanted to create the narrative for going moving forward. And, and that's what they did. And I get it, you know, because when you sign on to something like this, it's like, OK, you film it. You give up the, the choice of what you want to present. You see what I'm saying? And they present what they want to present of you. So it is what it is. Mm, OK, so let's go ahead and get into the show. Ready to love itself. Um, we've only mm-hmm. we've only we're only one episode in, and I was kind of giving. And, and I'm be honest with you, when Ready to Love comes on, uh, the cast, I'm sorry, the cast, the bloggers, and then also the fans, they start doing the narratives. 
This person mm-hmm. is a comedian. I'm being sarcastic or not really, you know, the cook, the chef, whatever. I feel like Ready to Love is really, like I said, with you as an example, completely changed that, you know, the format that they've been doing the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you say you just watched it, but it's been like the same type, you know, whatever. So yeah. with that being said, um, how do you feel about this show, actually a person finding love? Is it possible? This is your first time doing Ready to Love, doing a reality show. Do you think it's actually possible to find it? Absolutely, it absolutely is. It absolutely oh. is. Yeah, it, you know, and and as long as everyone, for the most part, has the right intentions, like I uprooted my whole. And this is another thing that I said. I said on the show that they didn't they didn't air. I literally uprooted my life partially to come down here and find love. So I went on the show with the intentions on like, okay, I'm going to see what this group of women has to offer. If, 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 if I meet somebody cool, I do understand though, that the likelihood for me was very slim because of my life, but my lifestyle, you see what I'm saying? And, and the, the odds of me finding someone that was like, okay, bet I'm down. Let's ride. Let's, let's go on this adventure, this journey. I knew it was, it was slim, you know what I'm saying? So, but at the same time, I just, I went into it with an open mind and open heart. Okay. Okay. So you believe that good? I mean, because the 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 whole thing is they think it's fake. I'm gonna be real with you. Over the past few years, mm-hmm. that's been the consistency. Um, is that it's been um a fake show. I yeah. don't believe it's fake. I believe there probably have been fake parts. Maybe mm-hmm. not because not necessarily production. Necessarily because of the cast. But I I do believe it's possible to find love. It just hasn't been a lot of results. Then we just put this whole thing with Simone Rashid. People are mm-hmm. just like, damn, you know, that's one we was like, okay, we got that one. And, they broke you know, up? Very, yeah, they broke it. It was a big thing. So it was only, uh, okay. yeah, so it was only a, you know, I think just one, but Reba, they did, and Mario, I believe, they're together. Uh, but like I said, that there's nobody else. So wow. the fans have lost the hope. Yeah. So all these years, uh, we're still on season eight, and they, they kind of lost that hope that there's going to be a couple that actually last and oh i'm sorry joy we, we have joy and Clifton. we still we have them Did, too didn't someone get married recently well, or joy, was that not well, recent well no no Jay, they got married but it was like we didn't know about it they did it kind of behind the scenes so oh okay not really known about it. Rashid and um uh simone was all over the show and they the, every, you know the engagement was there so the fans invested everybody's invested so they broke up mm-hmm. And so a lot wow. of fans look at Ready to Love like, okay, well, does anybody ever find love? That's why I asked that question because you experienced it for your first time on yeah. the reality show, and it's been, then this is uh, Ready to Love. I want to know, do you think it's possible to find love in this process? No, like I said, as long you know, with, with people having, I understand that not not everyone has the right intentions. People come for uh, you know whatever reason they come for, but I know for a fact that there were people that I did believe that were on the show in my season um, that were actually there for the right reasons. Um, like I said, I know I was there for the right reasons because I mean, I have a lot going on, you know, with, with what I've built, you know, with my, with my brand before the show, yes. right. you see what I'm saying? Um, so for me, I looked at it as an opportunity to, to, to possibly find love, you know? Mm. So um, that's why I said, I just went, I went all in, you know, and, and, and really, really invested myself um in the process intentionally so do you think that uh the lifestyle that you've chosen may have also uh reason why you were not dating was it a hinder or was it a help um honestly 
it my lifestyle didn't affect my dating since I've been in Dallas. It's it, it was all because I felt that I didn't find the right woman. I'm very particular in a lot of things, especially that stuff, but I'm particular in who I want to spend the rest of my life with. So if I meet someone and they don't fit the requirements that I that I have and and um they don't fit the uh my standards um and they don't fit my life, then it's just not gonna work. Mm. You know, um and, and that's the main reason why I was so forthcoming with the information about that part of my life because it's like okay. I want I want to I want to X out the ones that's not for me immediately because I know we don't have a lot of time and I need to know who's for me and who's not who's an option and who's not you see what I'm saying so so it's like even in even in regular dating if I tell someone like yeah I'm, I'm a dom you know I perform I, I'm, I'm an erotic author I read and they like oh really you're I'm good you react like that, I'm good because I know yes. your mind isn't open enough to accept mm. in, uh, uh, that type of thing. And if you if you don't have an open mind, then that means more than likely you're probably not going to be a cultured person. You're going to be closed minded to a lot of things that the world has to offer, and that's not me. So so that that's an immediately immediate deal breaker. But when someone when it piques a woman's interest and she's like, oh really? Tell me more, or you know, then I'm like, okay, we can we can talk and we can go in and I can tell you more details about it to see if that's something you can handle. And if it's not something you can handle, it's, it, it's no hard feelings because, for one, I understand who I am and I understand and know what I have to offer a woman. And it's, it, I just have to find the right one. Right. And once I find that right woman, she's going to be a very happy woman for the rest of her life. So it's like, I'm good. I'm just patient. Mm. So question. So if you meet a woman who does give a question mark, um, mm -hmm. why not give that woman an opportunity? Would it be... If with the whip, she's doing it because she doesn't know a lot about it, not because it's ooh, uh, ooh, I, I, I can't believe it, but more or less, I've never experienced like myself, never experienced it, never know anybody that was involved with it. So for me, it's always like, wow, this is intriguing. I'm, you know, not to sound my lifestyle, but still intriguing since I don't know anything about it. I do have those. Oh yeah, and in in those situations, I don't mind educating. That's what I do. You know, I, I educate people and I teach people about it, whether they're interested in implementing it into their lives or not. Um, but when it's when it's a situation like that, it's always like a two part response. Either they're like, "Oh my god," well, tell me more about it, or they're like, "Oh my god, I'm good." You see what I'm saying? So, so, so it depends on how how they how their reaction really goes, and if, and if there's if there's something that they do want to learn about. That they're just like, because it's always a shock factor, you know what I'm saying? But when I tell someone that it's like I, I get a series of the same questions over and over again throughout anyone I talk to, you know, like, well, where do you where do you get your inspiration from? Where do your stories come from? They want to kind of, you know, dig in a little bit, you know, um, and then that then that's when I tell them about it, it kind of like it's like it's kind of like a slippery slope. OK, we, we got to go, go down a rabbit hole. If I'm going to tell you the story, I'm going to tell it all, you know, um, because, again, I need to know if you can handle this going forward. And if not, it was a pleasure meeting you. Good luck on your journey. You know what I'm saying? So, so that, so that's that that's that's really what it, it boils down to. It's just like you know, red pill, blue pill. Are you going to you know uh, uh, learn more about it? or Are you going to reject it? <laughs> not red pill, blue pill. So, <laughs> you're, so when you met the ladies and, and meeting them and telling them about that, how how was it received? I know the camera um, catch everything. It was maybe like 60, 40. Most of them were intrigued and some of them were like, okay, yeah, that's not for me, but I do want to learn more, you know, um, which I, which I was totally fine with, you know, understand. Uh, so like I said, I had several conversations with ladies that were, that were intrigued, that were, that wanted to know. Um, and I was even told, you know, by uh, one of my castmates that 
most of the women were intrigued, but they were just too shy or embarrassed to say that and, and, and have and, and put their business out there that they they're into those or interested in the, into those kind of things, which I understand. Not everybody is as, is as open as me. So I understood that was going to put me put me like at a handicap because it's like they're interested, but they can't say they're interested. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like. Okay, I get it. So, so the ones that were like openly interested, we had those conversations, and and um, and like I said, you guys will see those, you know, moving forward yes. if they show they those show conversations. It. Yeah. So I remember at the because uh, y'all already know I was at the premiere party, and I did. I literally was like five feet away from him, and you were watching mm -hmm. the show on screen. You were really trying to watch it. Did you watch it again when you got home because it was so loud and you couldn't really hear it originally? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. I watched it uh, Sunday after the premiere um, in, in my in my th in my theater system in, in the room. That's how I found out that my voice had been altered. You know right. what I'm saying? So initial yeah. the first episode. What was your initial thought? Like that first episode you watched, he was like, I just could you. I don't get to know watch it until you see it on screen with us. So I want to yeah. know what your initial thought. My initial thought was like, wow, this is real. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's really out there now, you know? And uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I, I watched it from the perspective of me being there. And I also kind of observed it from a neutral standpoint, like, kind of like objectively to where it's like, this is a good show. I, I see the, you know, and like I said, I, I, I kind of got invested with it when I did my little marathon the day before the, uh, the mansion mixer. You know, that's why I was like, OK, I, I just kept, you know, watching episodes. I go grab some food, come back, watch another couple of episodes, you know. So it's a great show. You know, I love the concept. Um, it, it, it is it is putting black excellence and, and class and black love on the mm -hmm. forefront. And, and uh, with, with as far as like what the people what the 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 the. the the uh my castmates do their 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 lives their professions you know um i mean it's reality tv so so it, it's not safe from drama you know that 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 which you guys will see eventually i think you saw a little bit in the trailer for the the next episode oh, yeah. um so so that's to be expected you know but that that kind of stuff is what really kept me away from reality tv um mm -hmm. all these years even watching it as a as a as a uh, as a as a patron as a viewer you know because i don't like seeing us act like that you know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't like our, I don't like seeing our women act like that. You know what I'm saying? So so it's like I just like I'm good. I'll stick to Marvel and the the the, the nerd nerd movies and Game of Thrones and things that I'm things that I'm, in, I'm I'm into. You know, but like I said, when this opportunity came up, knowing that I was here in Dallas partially to find my my wife, I said, hey, take a chance. Fortune favors so, the bold. You know. Hey, so the family, your friends, they all knew about you going to show. What was there? How did they react to it? Did anybody have any name to say about you going to be on the show? Because people get scared. You're gonna say, I know you, or you don't on TV. Anything? Um, no, no. They, everybody's been supportive of me. You know, my my daughter even. Uh, uh, I talked to her yesterday. She was like, "It's weird seeing you on TV, but I'm proud of you, Dad." Like, I, I she <laughs> she told me that she loves my progression that she's seen from me during uh, since I've been in Texas. What I built, you know. Um, right. With my brand and then getting on the show and then, you know, moving forward and everything. So I, I've gotten a lot of support from friends and family, um, people that love me, which I don't expect anything less, you know what I'm saying, uh, than from them, you know. So, um, but as the, as the, the, when the premiere came out and then, and the, uh, the, the promotional uh, pieces started coming out, then they was like, wow, this is, you did it. Like, you're, you know, it, it's you're about to come out. It's, yeah, you're there. So it's like, cool. So as far as um, the type of show, well, any reality show, cast become like a you mm -hmm. know, sorority house or uh, family or whatever. 
Um, I know there's gonna be some drama coming up, but at the end of it, do you feel like you guys kind of just are like a uh, like a I don't want to say dysfunctional family because it's reality mm -hmm. TV, but you know what I'm saying. The, the line, yeah, you know, no, the we, we there were definitely friendships uh, that that sparked from this, like uh, Chris. Um, me and him are real cool. Um, and, and the, the, pardon me. I, said, I love Chris. Oh yeah. 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 He's a great guy, man. Um, and then, uh, just the guys in general, we all kind of formed like this brotherhood, you know, um, that, that we've kept moving, that we've kept going forward. Uh, and I, I and I'm, and I'm close with uh, a few of the ladies, um, on a friendship, uh, friendship level. We're like, like I said, you know, we just established friendships, you know, so. There, there, there were there were things that did come from uh, this show that I'll take on, you know, and continue for for years to come if that's what happens, you know. Yeah, because I was just like I saw some stuff online today. Like, uh, even Quentin posted something about the me addressing the man to the producers on the first day of film Ready to Love. I said, "What happened?" That's yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. He 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 told us about that. It was actually it was an inside thing. It was it was funny. Oh, so it was like a joke or whatever. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, he was he wasn't he wasn't coming for us. Like he was like, guys, I'm about to do this video and, and like don't take it personal. But this I was like, okay, so when we saw it, we were all cracking up. Okay, that's like, let me ask somebody I said because I didn't want to because it looked like a it looked like a joke with the, the stuff in the background. So I was like, let me just ask just in case I said, but I didn't think it was nothing bad. It just it did sound like a joke when I listened to the audio of it. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. um let's get let's get into some things real quick, baby. Now so you know already. But I did mm -hmm. post a, a picture or some stuff on, on IG now, and people are questioning. You know, are, are you single? Are you dating? You let everybody know what's going on in your world, sir. Okay, so that I am talking to someone that I met when the show ended. Um, so that's that's pretty much what that is. Okay, so y'all can just stop that you heard from him. Okay, right. so <laughs> I think I think it's a beautiful thing. I know Simone and Rashi actually met, even though they don't. Together, but they mm -hmm. actually uh, met after the show was over. It was always thought they met during the show, but no, they met after. So a right. lot of cast members do find love once the show wraps. Um, I love it. So the yeah. reunion gonna be crazy. Um, <laughs> every year it is. You don't have to tell me. Um, oh, the reunion. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So was that a different experience for you? Because you seem like you're super chill, kind of laid back, and not really get into conversations and stuff like that so i'm pretty sure there's gonna be some yelling involved so i'm saying <laughs> oh yeah the reunion was it, it there were tense moments um but like you said I, i'm i'm pretty chill man I, I i keep my energy um balanced i'm a libra so i i don't like to get too you know uh too up or too down and if i do get hype i bring it back down to normal balance levels really quick um so when things happen like that i'm just like i observe but i don't get involved so we've already had our first elimination and we're going into the second one here. Just coming here. I know mm -hmm. that Brandon was dragged a lot uh, because of him speaking of remarrying his um, his wife again. And then I know how baby was sitting back watching your brother being dragged in the streets because of the thing that they said, mm -hmm. like how, how, you know, I know you guys probably look out for each other. How are you, how are you dealing with that? Cause that's right there I'm on the screen. I'm the, honestly, I'm not. I mean, that, that has nothing to do with me. You know, he chose to present himself to the world the way he chose to present himself to the world. And, you know, the, the response that he gets is the response that he gets. You know, um, the only thing I can do is focus on, you know, how I presented myself, how I carry myself. You know, he's a grown man, you know. Um, so it's like 
if that's how you want to act, if that's the things you want to say to women, you know, do you, bro? But you just got to be, you have to be, you have to be uh, understanding to deal with the consequences that come with it, you know, so. 100%. You said you a mouthful, 100%. Because they are getting dragged, baby. So, oh, I trust me. I, I've seen, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen. <laughs> I'm just like, ah. <laughs> see, and see, I'm doing, um, I'm doing, um, well, I'm kind of getting some guys together. I haven't started yet. We're doing a panel. I like to hear uh, men start that they men do not have a, a space where they can speak and mm-hmm. uh, be comfortable to speak and not be penalized for their thoughts. I would love to have you on there because, oh, I love what you think. You, you're very chill. You're very open, and um, you, you, I can tell you, you're a list. You listen. So yeah, I would love to have you on there. You're, you're everything. I'm down. I'm down. Definitely, I appreciate it. Oh my God, you are such a good interviewer. Such a good person to talk to. Tell me about your book before we get out of here. You said you're okay. So yes, I have a book of erotic short stories. Um, most of my stories are written from the woman's perspective. So I put women in the position of power and dominance that they, they aren't typically in our society due to toxic masculinity and social sexual hypocrisy. So um, it was it mainly it mainly stemmed from that long term relationship that I was in because I I was able to see the beauty of allowing her the safe place to be who she was sexually in that lifestyle that we live. So I'm like, you know what? It's not right for me to live my best life and have threesomes and have all the fun that I was having, but then say she can't have that fun. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it really like opened my mind to, uh, to that. And it got to the point where I enjoyed watching her have fun. You see what I'm saying? So that, that's, that's where the, that's where me becoming a stag came into play um, years later. That was like the root of it. But my stories put women in those positions of, of power to live their best sexual lives. So women that can't do it in real life can live vicariously through those characters. You see what I'm saying? Um, and and then uh, I have samples that I wrote called shorts, but the stories in the book are like are extensive. They're, they're, they're bigger scenes, more characters. You know, they're like mini movies when you read them, you know, so um, because my details, I always say the devil's in the details. So yeah, uh, the pictures that I paint are very, very, very clear. You'll feel like it's you. You feel like you'll feel like you're there or you're watching it, you know, like fly on the wall perspective, like you're seeing it happen, you know, so. Oh, wow. So yeah, I'm going to need, I'm going to put, I'm going to put all his stuff, his links so that you guys can reach all of his material and all the things um, in this live. So you can click on the live and all his information will be there. I want you guys to be able to see all the um, things he's bringing to the world. I'm sorry. What were you saying, baby? Oh, no, I was just saying that uh, also I have a gift box called the Boa Box. It has uh, I have a wine brand called Yokubo and um, it has uh, the box has uh, the book, the wine, a wine glass, a candle, a vibrator, a, a handwritten thank you letter from me. Um, and it's in a really nice black box with the satin ribbon. It's, it's, it's a really nice presentation. I have uh, uh, more the graphics and everything on that, um, but it's on my website right now uh, available for purchase. Um, as well as my uh, pictures of it on so my be, Instagram. So, so I'll be getting, I'll be getting a gift box soon, guys. I'll, I'll do it. I'm yeah, so you yeah. You come to the <laughs> bow experience. You come to the show. I'll, get, I, I, I'll have one there for you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We can work it out. We can work, I got yeah, I, 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 I'll have one. No, you're. I, I got you. Uh, you, you're going to be on my VIP list, so you'll be fine. Oh no. Okay. Let me go take off for it now. So yeah, guys, I'll, uh, make sure you're available on, on the 18th and 19th because it is, oh, it is going to be a yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be fun. 
fun night because we're uh see so my my shows this this show is actually different because i'm collaborating with art gasmic um they're an uh, erotic art exhibition um and aman is the curator and so we have 20 erotic artists painters and sculptors that'll be presenting their work um and then also we'll have burlesque dancers live body painting um uh, my my erotic poet friends will be performing i'm i'm performing music and i'm performing my uh my audio story. So what I do now and have done in my last couple of shows is I take one of my, I took one of my stories and turn it into an audio book, but I took the, the, the sound effects and everything that I put in the audio, audio story and, and played it live in front of the audience and then read the story over the audio book sounds. So, um, it's, it, it's a completely different and immersive experience because you're hearing me read, but then you're hearing all the, the, the sound effects yes. from the story. It, it's, it's gotcha. crazy, man. People loved it. I saw I'll be doing that story at the uh, Dirty Show also. And then um, at midnight is the VIP after event where they'll have um, but we'll have our BDSM performers. I have nine of my BDSM friends from uh, that'll be doing things from like fire play, electro play, um, floggers uh, and impact play. Uh, uh, wax plays. It's, it's all kind of different things in that world that, that'll be presented. And then uh, uh, people in the audience can can go and, and talk with my my BDSM friends or myself and, ex and, and experience those things if they want to. Um, so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Well, I already took off just now as we're talking about went to the system. I already took off for August 19th. So that's the day I need the VIP for yeah. August 19th. Exactly, Erica. That's actually the nickname. I call it the black box. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, see, I'm, I'm also yep. going to tell you guys the whole experience. I'm going to vlog the whole thing so you guys can see it. And I'm going to do an inbox of, 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 of the box. I'm excited. Oh, my God. Yeah. Woo, you talking about you scared? <laughs> I'll be scared. I'm scared already. Don't be scared. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> don't, be, don't be afraid of a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, guys, look, yeah, Demita already has his Instagram. Um, oh no, she already has his book, actually. I'm so sorry. That's, yeah, that's actually the, his book. She's been actually putting the book and his Instagram in the chat. So please go and check them out. I'm also gonna put these same links you see here in the description so you guys can go and follow and check everything off. Oh my goodness. Confession says, I'm waiting for you to get that cyber steel, sir, in your dungeon. <laughs> well, see, that was a friend's dungeon that I was in. Um, like I said, I have I have a lot of B several BDSM friends that either have their own dungeons or they do the, they do what I do and perform in different places. That was an event I went to, a party I went to at a playhouse, and I, I was just in one of my moods. So I was like, yeah, it's going to be one of those nights. So I brought all my toys and, you know, my, my floggers and paddles and things like that. I had a great time. So I just took that little picture before the party got started um, of, of the playroom because that was actually my first time playing there, even though I had been to that house before. Um, so it'll definitely be somewhere that I'll, I'll go back and do future demonstrations and scenes and everything. Um, actually, okay. That's, that's a different event. That same house that, that the person that throws that event, I'm performing at their event on uh, August 12th. It's a hotel takeover, um, called Angel, angels and demons. So it'll, it'll, it's, it's going to be a fun weekend, but, uh, but yeah, that it's, it's, again, it's a whole underground community, man, that, that, that people don't know about, but it's, it's kind of coming to the surface. And um and what I'm doing is shining light on you are a part of mm -hmm. yeah a part of, of of our culture a part of black culture that people don't talk about um and don't really know about because again like I said you know um before I I want people to make informed decisions because it's easy to make a snap judgment based off of limited information 
Like, oh, that's that. I don't like it. Okay, but if you actually learn a little bit about it, understanding, and and that's why I say this world is lacking so much understanding. And 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 if I don't like something, I'm still going to get an understanding of what it is, so I can say, okay, I know why I don't like it. But if I just see a box and say I don't like what's in that box, but you haven't seen the contents, how can you actually know? You know what I'm saying? But mm. again, if you, if your mind isn't open enough to even think like that, you're not gonna think like that. So that that's that's where that's where I'm really like wanting to educate people of, uh, on this world because what you have to understand is it is a huge part of black culture that people just don't know about. Like our community yeah. is huge. Right. The DFW community of what I do is huge. You know, which is why I've been put, put in the position that I'm in in that community um, because I've gotten so much support. Well, I'm glad that you sounded like over here on this review because I had no idea. I yeah. got my time put in. I will be going to his show August the 19th. You guys will be with me. I will take you through. I'm probably going to probably wear some popping and sexy because it sounds like it's going to be some, you know. Oh, so yeah. I'll shoot you. The, each day has a theme, so I'll shoot you the information. Um, oh, Lord. So, you, so you'll see your, Yeah, they're theme parties. They're theme parties. It's, please it's, it's, let it's, me know. I got time. I got plenty of time. So please tell me now so I can get myself together because I will be. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a thing. So I'm excited about this whole situation. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, you have, you're on YouTube, too? Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. I'm on YouTube. Oh, the video. Uh, the, uh, did I you put that went, video on there? Hold on, this is what I'm saying is because you could have went live with me on your YouTube channel. I didn't know you had a YouTube channel. Oh, no okay, yeah. We'll do that. We'll do that next time for sure. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow you uh, through my own live and I'm gonna tag you in it. I had no idea you had a YouTube channel. What? Yeah, my other one. So my other YouTube channel, the one I had for a while, got deleted because I put a BDSM video and they were like strong sexual content. You're done. I'm like, oh, geez. So I had to be easy with the BDSM and sensual massage. I do sensual massage also. Um, And I had to I have to be careful what videos I post uh, on there because it's like my only other option at this point is looking like OnlyFans because it's not like. It, it's 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 a it's a it is strong sexual content, but there's no penetration. There's no actual sex. Right, it's right, it's right, impact right. play. So oh, I'm, very, I'm gotta be very careful. Gotta be very careful with that. Even I, yeah. That, so even that yeah. one, I'm like, look. <laughs> but actually, I have a uh, I have a flaw. I have a couple a couple videos on my uh, Instagram of me doing uh, BDSM scenes. So okay. Instagram was cool for what I posted, but YouTube wasn't happening. No, they do not. And you're right, confession. It's gonna be it. My time already put in. So y'all, you heard it here live. So I need my VIPs. I don't want. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Because I'm gonna have a table with all my guests, so it, it'll be. Uh, oh I'll wow! Say it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Oh this sounds like it's gonna be a nice thing. Okay. So anyway, guys, thank you y'all for joining me and Marvin. Uh, it was everything. Yes, it's gonna be the shit. Uh, y'all make sure y'all follow. Mm-hmm. Demita has put all of his links in the entire chat. I'm gonna have all these links added to description. Um. Thank you guys for supporting. Thank you, Kane, for coming on. I appreciate you again. God, make sure y'all follow, like, and subscribe. Hit that like button if you are new to the channel. And with that being said, we out of here. Bye.